Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Yesterday I was lucky enough to jump on the Into the Deep podcast via the Mercenary Entertainment platform. You can have a look at them on Instagram at Mercenary Entertainment, doing fantastic stuff there. And we had a really good chat, deep dive into all the finals and everything this year. But we also had a really in-depth chat about the way that we treat referees in our game and the direction that our game is heading as far as referees, the bunker and everything goes. I've always been pretty outspoken on this as far as I'm concerned, as as I was always coached and taught. If you leave the result up to the referees, that's on you. That's always been my attitude to this sort of stuff. And we had a really in-depth chat here and sort of talking about flipping the narrative a little bit on the way that it's okay to bag referees as much as we want, as publicly as we want, but with players, it's a different story. And I think the narrative has to start to change or the reality is you're going to have less and less blokes that want to be referees in the future. The standard is going to go down and it's going to be the game that's going to pay for it. Really good chat here. I know it's the unpopular opinion with a lot of people. I know I always lose a few followers and people tell me they're never going to listen again after I talk like this, but it is something that I believe in. I will always stand by it and it's a change that I want to see happen in rugby league. And I think we are starting to see it change a little bit. As much as I get people unfollowing me and everything, I get a lot of people that message me and say the same thing. And I think once people get involved with junior rugby league and they see the way that referees are being treated at that level, things start to change a little bit for people. It was a really good chat. We'll have another part of it coming later today, but enjoy this chat. Uh, I get pretty passionate during this one, to be honest with you, which I know a lot of you love to hear. So we'll kick it off now. To, uh, which is a beautiful topic and is a topic every week, which is the refs and, uh, <laughs> you know, and, um, and their kind of influence on the game. And um, a, lot's been, a lot's been said, and I want to draw opinion on it, man. A lot's been said on their influence on the game, but also a touch of favoritism for certain teams. And, you know, and as fans, bro, you know, we're, we're, we're a, it's almost a bug for us, right? We, we just look for any reason. And, and, and also, you know, we, all, we always, especially with the refs, it's, it's never a win-win battle with them. But, um, you know, there's been, there's been some interesting conversations and had me thinking before I was going to have you on and I was thinking about this question and I was like, I was, and it was a genuine kind of thought was that 
a lot of these referees um, um, have links to ex-players or say ex-coaches, right? And 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 some ex-coaches or current coaches, for example, the whole debacle, you know, the whole thing with Bennett and Cleary and and Cleary being one of the referees' bosses and etc. Like, what's your thoughts on because? What I find, obviously, if you look back to the start of the season, like even with the high shots and then just with the send-offs and then just with like, you know, the speed of the game and the speed of the rock and the six agains and all this, it was almost like it was almost like a freebies getting thrown, right? And then as we get to the end of the season, it's kind of been pulled back. And we kind of, I felt like anyone, and I'm sure including yourself, knew that this was going to happen. At some, you know, they're going to, they're trialing it out. But at some point with pressure from, from fans and media and all this, it's going to try to reshape it. And probably by the end of the season and then to the new season, it'll, it'll shape up again. But um, I always find that, and I, and this is me personally, even things like the first half and the second half, um, you know, um, I always found that either the game and the officiating just seemed to be very, it, it seemed to be two different halves sometimes. And, and I know that, you know, um, there's always some sort of discrepancy given to the refs to see how the, the feel of the game, as they say, right. Um, especially, you know, um, especially when you have the really good teams, you kind of want to let the game flow. Um, what's your thoughts on, Obviously, a lot of it is not just the refs. It's also officiating the rules, right, that they're given, you know, and, and at the same time with the bunker, which we'll get to the bunker as well. I've got that down to talk to you about as well. But what's your, what has your um, kind of view been on the refs and the officiating and even just the officiating of the rules? And, and a lot of people have spoken about, you know, tale of two different halves as well and how they kind of officiate it uh, Oh, I think that the referees have had a really tough gig this year. And I mm. think that um, consistency is obviously the biggest issue we have in rugby league. But, God, I feel sorry for these referees that, I mean, the NRL, like, oh, I, I love this six-again rule. It's fantastic. But, I mean, they didn't test it in reserve grade. They didn't test it anywhere. They just threw it on them. And no one knew how it was going to go. And I'll mm. I'll tell you what the problem is in rugby league. We, and as you said... Uh, you know, you're not a big fan of the Melbourne Storm. You've hated them for a long time, but you're starting to respect them. But the vast majority of fans, they don't like when other teams are more successful than theirs. So all of a sudden, when they're playing these other successful teams and they're getting the runner green of these penalties and these six against, people blow up and say, oh, it's bullshit. But, mate, I mean, you watch these good teams. They're the good teams because they dominate the centre third. And when you dominate the centre third, you get these six again calls. They go your way. And then you gather momentum and it's up to the other teams to catch up and work out a way to stop these sides. For me, I've listened to all this stuff about the referees deciding games this year. And you know what? There's There might be one or two calls a game for me that actually the referees impact the game. But I'm sorry. I was taught from when I was five years old in rugby league that if you leave the result up to the referees, you haven't done enough. And it's as simple mm. as that. Like I listened to... When the Panthers played South Sydney a couple of weeks ago, I had every South Sydney fan message me and say, oh, the penalty count was 11-2, to two. it was bullshit. And I was like, okay, you made four high tackles and you're offside from your own kicks tw- like twice in the second half. That's seven of those penalties. You take those out, mm. if, you, if you take them out of your game, all of a sudden it's 4-2. But we don't look at it that way. We look at it, I think a lot of people look at it a very biased way. And unfortunately, we have a really bad finger-pointing culture, in my opinion, in rugby league where... Yeah, I don't want to do. take responsibility. It's got to be someone else's fault. And the referees are always the perfect scapegoats. And I think you mentioned before about like a lot of the referees, they know former players. They are former players. They've got relationships with coaches and everything. And I think this is where 
if you take away rugby league people as referees and you put in people that have no relation to the game, how's that going to work out? You know, like which is which is what happened with front office, eh, bro? Like yep. that's literally what yeah, what's happened with front office, right? Yep. So if you put um, guys, if you guys through, the whistle that have no experience in rugby league, it's going to be a nightmare because they don't have a feel for the game. Like we, we already feel like the current guys don't, and these are guys that have grown up on rugby league. The vast majority of them have played rugby league. And we still feel like they're not up to scratch. If we're putting guys in there that have no relationship with anyone in rugby league, mate, that is going to be a complete and utter train wreck for me. And I, I, you know, I, I get these messages all the time. Ref cost us this game, did this. And I just pull up the stats and go, okay, well, you made, you know, nine errors. You were, you did this, you did that. I mean, you missed this many tackles. Like, is it really the referee's fault every single mm. time? You know, and I, you know, and it worries me because I, I sit on there online all the time on my posts and I see these constant comments coming in bagging referees and all this and I'm like like if you guys think these guys aren't good they're the top tier guys we've got right now Mm -hmm. and the Mm -hmm. next generation of referees are 12 to 15 right now they're sitting online they're seeing all this abuse if I'm someone that's a good referee I'm going there's not a hope in hell I'm doing that for a career there's not a hope Mm -hmm. in hell I'm officiating a game where everyone else on the field gets paid four or five times as much as me and then I go home and I'm getting death threats from fans and the reality is referees will get 99 calls right, but they'll get the one wrong, and that's the one we all remember. That's the one we talk about. And I, I just think we're, we're shooting ourselves in, in the foot. No one shoots themselves better in the foot than rugby league. And I just I don't understand why we have this constant referee bash culture. I mean, we're just doing – we're doing ourselves in. We're making life harder mm. for ourselves realistically. And, you know, I, I coach in junior rugby league in South Sydney, and the vast majority of our games, we don't have touch judges – now, that's a nightmare, but the reason why we don't have touch judges is because no one's stupid enough to referee anymore because no one's going to show up on Sunday to get abused for three and four hours. Like, it's becoming a serious problem in rugby league. The guys that are smart enough to be good referees, they're also smart enough to go, fuck, I'll do anything else with my life than be abused every single weekend. They come, like, I've... I'm a teacher as well, man, and I, I, I taught, I won't say his name, but one of the high prominent referees of the last 10 years. I taught his daughter, mate, and the amount of times she would come in on a Monday morning bawling her eyes out because dad had almost had a fucking breakdown on the weekend because of the way that he was treated because people spat on him in the street, all this sort of stuff. It is just so backwards. But it's funny, as soon as we start to abuse a player or something online, we get collages made of what's being said to them. Don't be mean Mm. to them, be nice to them. But referees, it's a different story. I don't know why we expect perfection out of referees but not our players. Players make some mistakes. Mm. It's okay. Referees make mistakes. Hold on. Why did you make a mistake? Like, and it's a tough thing to do, man. They bring in all these new rules. They change it all. They flip it all on its head. The referees are meant to make decisions so quickly in, you know, and there's so many things to watch. Like take a field goal, for example, and everyone says, oh, the markers weren't square. There was a wall. The players were offside. It's like the referee's one guy. He's getting 12 guys back on side. He has to look either side, make sure they're set. He has to watch the markers are square. He has to watch that the, the blockers are on side. He has to watch that the ball goes over the post. He has to watch that the markers aren't hitting the kicker. I mean, it is like eight things to watch in a split second. And then the commentators will put it in extra slow motion and watch it again and see that they're one step offside and go, well, why didn't the ref call it? You know, mm-hmm. and it just create it just fuels the fire for this finger-pointing culture we have in rugby league. And it... It shits me to tears every weekend, to be honest with you. Especially, especially now, bro, when everyone's got an opinion and can oh. give their opinion, right? With social media and everything, bro. Like, it just gets out of control. Like, it's funny you say that, bro, because I think it was the, um, 
I think it was the last round uh, when we played the when we played the Roosters and um, the Raiders played the Roosters and obviously we got pumped and I had a uh, you know I had a Raiders fan kind of message me and blah 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 I mentioned the ref and I said listen I said regardless of whatever the ref has done the ref didn't put 40 points on us right like we had our opportunities and and we fucked up simple as that there were a lot of mistakes but i'm like it's ridiculous to put like if it was 14 12 and there were some really bad calls i can understand but but a ref's decision if if you got 40 points put on you just from bad refing that never happens like it's 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 so it's even stupid to think that and i was like i was like and I, and then you know they were like oh you just you know like what made you so kind of think i like you know kind of feel that way i said no i'm like because I've, i said to him i've been through the bad i've seen through the good i'm like and and that's the one thing i know uh, ricky ricky stewart's not everyone's cup of tea but he always says sometimes you need to create your own luck and i think back to 2019 there were so many moments even last year so many moments where things go your way bro when you're just playing well you know what i mean that you know they they call it the 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 rubber the green but the the rubber the green is sometimes it just goes your way um when you and you also know how to create it sometimes and it just happens you know when you're playing well it happens like and that's what i was saying i'm like when you when you got blowout scores like this like it's so stupid to 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 blame the referee because you have the same opportunities that the other team has. And I, I said, I can understand if it's a close game and crucial calls didn't go your way, then it's all right. You can blow up about it, you know, because it, it, the game was in the balance. But you, you can't blame the refs when you're getting pumped by 40 points. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be humble a little bit. You know what I mean? Like you gotta be humble a little bit and realize, man, like we didn't play that well, you know, but. And mate, if, can, can I just give you a really quick example of that? Yeah. On the weekend. Yeah. The Manly Seagulls, yeah. yeah? Came up mm. against the best team in the competition, got played off the park. The amount of people I had mm. message me and say, if we would have scored that try that they took off um, the right winger for the forward pass early, it would have been a different mm. game. And I was like, brother, you scored the next set. You scored the next set. Instead of scoring on that play, you scored 45 seconds later off the worst set of six of your season, by the way. It was a miracle you scored off the end of it. You scored mm. the next set of six. I mean, if you would have scored a minute earlier... Is all of a sudden is that forty point game a completely different game of football? You scored one try in the game later off a miss kick from your own twenty meter line. You were trying to find touch on the right hand sideline. You kicked it to the left hand side of the sticks. I mean, how people come up with this narrative that it's all on the referees and like mm. oh, you know just just another example. And I hope I'm not um, d- digging a hole for myself here. I know you're a Raiders fan. I was at that 2019 <laughs> grand no, final no, no. as well. And yeah. Mate, all anyone wants to talk about is the six again call that it cost the Canberra Raiders the game. And man, I've got to tell you, Joey Lailua had a two on one, a draw on pass to win that game for them. Yeah, yeah. He also I had a missed really tackle. Well. He had the missed yeah. tackle that he, he he made a, a chop tackle on. That's what it came down to. That's what it came down to. That exact moment. That yep. exact moment. It came down to the exact moment, and that was one of the reasons why I think uh, you know the whole thing with uh, Joey Joey leaving the Raiders was 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 the fact that like unless you get your fitness up because it came down to it came down to fitness but also it just came down to a really bad play at that moment of the game yeah. i remember that he had his back turned and then they they ran past him got the ball to Latrell. Latrell made that break down the side and i remember when the six again happened don't get me wrong like i got the shits because because that, because the flip side to that argument is that sometimes you could get 
you could get turned back three times, but the fourth or fifth time could be the time that you score. And we are playing grand final. We are playing a team that won the grand final the year before. So you would have liked to just get as many sets as you can to try to break that line. But end of the day, we got turned back and we had to defend. We fucked up. You know, that, that one moment that where Joey had his back turned and, and, and it created that opportunity. So, and I remember this. I remember when uh, people were um, hitting me up on, uh, on, on uh, Facebook at the time, you know, because, you know, I was obviously heartbroken. And, um, and, and, I, and they're like, oh, man, you guys got robbed. You guys got robbed. I said, man, we had our opportunities, bro. And the difference is we didn't take it. When the time came, we didn't take it. As simple as that. Um, you know, we had two, three sets. I understand the six again. And who knows what could have happened, right? It's he say, she say right now, you know. But, but it, it, it is like I've come to really understand, like, you know, you can't just keep back. I mean, you have your opportunities. And, um, and in a way, this season really taught me that. It's like, man, you can only blame the ref so much. But when you're, when you're not playing good football, you're not playing good football. It's simple as that. You just got to accept it, you know. Um, but you're right. Like that moment there, it really came down to a really bad read and, and in, in defense, you know. And, 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 the, and the rest was – and it just and that you're talking about a quality rooster side that doesn't need much opportunities. You know what I mean? So um, – and that's, that's grand final, man. You can play as good as you want for the 78 minutes. 79 minutes, you slip up once uh, and then the whole game could change, you know, and that's that's what it takes to win the grand final. You know what I mean? So, um, And, mate, can, can you yeah. imagine, like, for example, off the back of that game, I still have people that comment on everything, hashtag six again. Like, that six again thing, that was mm. carried for ages. Every time that referee did anything, it was six again, six again. Could you imagine yeah. if you flipped the narrative? And uh, every time Joey Leilua made a mistake, there was a hashtag like miss tackle Joey or didn't pass mm. Joey. I mean, it would be mental health. What are you doing? Don't do that to Joey. He made a mistake. It's okay. Like, it happens to everyone. But referees, it's a completely different story. It's just a free-for-all. Yeah. We can bag them. Especially now with the new rules and the six again and shit, right? Now, every time they mark the six again, yep. everyone's just, you know what I mean, making, yeah. And you're completely right, man. Like, you're completely right. And Joey's like, still missing the same tackles. No one's talking about it. You don't <laughs> yeah, do that to players. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. He's talking about moving to the forwards to salvage his career. You know yeah. what I mean? So, And, mate, with, um, all, with all due respect to Joey, I mean, I know he was young, but he also did the same thing in the 2010 grand final. The Dragons picked him to pieces. Yeah. Darius Boyd, you know, he was young. I get it. But, I mean, yeah, I, I, I feel mm. sorry for these referees because they don't get treated on, on an even playing field that the players do. We take care of our players. We look after them. We care about their mental health. But referees. Not, I mean, they're the same humans. Most of them are guys that used to play rugby league. So they were guys we used to defend, but put a different shirt on them and it's a free-for-all. You can say whatever you want about mm. it, apparently. It's uh, mm. it's very backwards. Well, they're not they're not even seen, even Stevens, like the product, right? Players are seen as the product, so they try to, you know what I mean, bro? They're like assets to rugby league, right? Like assets. So, whereas refs aren't seen as assets, it's like we can just churn through them. But like you said, which is a really good point, I like that you raised, bro, is that it's a scary world, bro. If we get rid of the guys that have the most experience in refing, it's right? only going to get worse, sudden, man. Go, imagine yeah, what, imagine yeah. what we're saying in twenty years' time if all the good ones don't want to do it anymore. Which, yeah. if my son said to me, "I want to be a referee," I go, "No, you fucking don't. What are you talking about? No way. Why <laughs> yeah, would you do exactly. That? Do anything sit down else. and watch around with me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, come and stand yeah. on the sideline down at the local yeah. park and listen to what these yeah. kids get called. Like it's it's backwards, yeah. man. It's I, I hope it's yeah. going to change, and I'm I'm always very ref positive on my page and always try and call these things out but mate it's an ingrained problem even the way you see players talk mm. to referees when they get sin binned I mean I'm not a huge fan of union but the one thing union does better than us is respect for referees and, and you mm. know that if you shoulder charge if you do anything whether the, it's the right or the wrong call you'll never see a union player argue with a referee they, they take mm. their licks and they get off the field 
league players. What are you joking? And they'll wait till their captain gets over there to talk to them. It's like, what, what, what do you think the ref's going to do, mate? Because you throw your mm. hands in the air and have a tangent. The ref's going to go, well, actually, don't worry about it. Stay on the field, man. Like, it's just... And, and it's funny, right? Like, I'm not here to knock, uh, knock players or, you know, uh, knock players' mental health or anything like that. But... Do you ever stop to think, you know, by you doing that live on TV while everyone's watching, what's that going to do? You know what I mean? Like you're setting an example, aren't you? So, um, and that's what I say, man, like after a while, like, and even the, like you said, the really good coaches, like, and even the really good teams don't rely on referees to win them games, bro. You know what I mean? And they know, and I, and I, and I said this to the person that raised it about the referee and I said, the really good teams, the teams that will, will go into games knowing that things aren't going to go their way. And it's those teams that know that things aren't going their way but still find a way to win. That's mentality you need to have. You need to go to every game knowing that you may not get all the calls. But when you have the ball, when you have the possession, make the most out of it. You know, and 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 that's why and that's what I say, like things aren't always gonna go your way. That's that's just a given. You know what I mean? And 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 it's just um yeah, anyway. But like you said, man, it's just it's it's open season for referees uh, all the time, you know, and, and I just think it get after a while it gets tiring listening to it because uh, like you said, man, like you know, the good teams will always find a way to win. They won't rely on calls and they won't rely on um, you know, penalties and things like that to win games. So um, thoughts on the bunker, bro. Um, you, you touched on it with the blockers. Uh, you know, obviously a big topic this week has been the whole Sam Walker drop goal and, and, and then being offside. Um, but obviously the bunker has, the bunker has big influence on the game, right? Um, um, from from obviously reviewing reviewing uh, tries to to reviewing obviously foul play during the during the game you know depending on whatever the situation is. Number one, what's your thoughts on the bunker? Number two, situations. The one the one as a Raiders as a Raiders fan actually before we get to that the one uh, I don't remember when we beat Para not long ago about a month ago we, we beat him uh, we beat him like. I think it was 14-10 or something like that. But Dylan Walker was offside and they were reviewing that and he was fucking offside by a mile. And they were reviewing it and they just kept letting it play. And I'm thinking to myself, dude, the guy is like literally like 10 meters in front of him. And I was like, holy shit, thank God Rapana made that try-saving tackle because I can tell you, bro, I would have been one of those guys that have <laughs> lost the shit because given given the season, I've had to sit and watch. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, but what's your thoughts on the bunker, bro? And what's your thoughts on that situation? Like, should they, like, they kind of seem to get involved in a lot of, a lot of it, right? And a lot of it goes back to what we're talking about, the refs, right? And and I know that, uh, I know that Ricky Stewart has said it a lot in the press conferences, because obviously I watch all the press conferences, but that they kind of get in the refs ear during the game or certain situations and kind of like, and that can be sometimes a bit detrimental to the way they're officiating the game. Um, what's your thoughts on the bunker and even that situation, like, should they have sat and reviewed it and said, hey, these guys are blocking them based on the rule. This is what should be happening. And then then picking and choosing certain other moments where they do get involved. Like, I don't think people are so much angry about the bunker, and but I think it's just the imbalance. It seems to be the imbalance in, in when they get involved, when they don't get involved. But what's your thoughts on it, bro? I, I agree, mate. It is the imbalance. But, mm. I mean, we've also got to have a long, hard look at our fan base. I mean... I remember when the bunker first came in, and they were, you know, they were sending every try upstairs, and the whole fan base said, "Hey, we're wasting, we're spending all of our time watching video refs. I don't want to sit here. It slows the game down. It interrupts it." It's like, okay, we'll use it less. We'll base our decisions more on what the referees think. They're not going to always get it right because they're human. Mm-hmm. They haven't always mm-hmm. got it right for a hundred years. 
then you start to get, <laughs> get referees at 100 miles an hour. They make a poor decision compared to the commentators that are sitting up in the you know, in the box watching three replays at four different angles in slow motion. And then we go, well, hold on. How did he get that wrong? We should have had the video ref. And it's like, you, you can't win. You cannot win. It's either you're slowing the game down too much with video replays or the referees aren't getting enough right. And then when you brought the bunker in, you know, rugby league is one of those sports where there are so many gray areas. It's not even funny. And then the bunker still gets caught out. Now, yes, the bunker's made a number of howlers. Don't get me wrong. I understand that completely, but Mate, even before the bunker, you still—it's part of sport. You're gonna have decisions mm. that don't go your way. I mean, we had a really good sport for like a hundred years. I think people forget that before we brought so much technology in. And you know, I, I don't know about other people, but I sit back and I watch those games f- f- from the '90s and stuff before there was video replays. And I mean, is it a good game to watch? A hundred percent, it is. Is there stuff that goes wrong? Yeah, there is, but you know what? We play on, we get on with the next play and the commentators just move on. They don't sit there and watch 15 replays and point out where the referee was wrong. And that's that's where I, I think Fox Sports and Channel 9, they've got to really take some responsibility for this because, mm-hmm. mate, it's like, it's unbelievable. The, the amount of these guys on Fox League and 9 that, one, they want to bag our referees and the decisions they make and then they want to jump on during the week and bag our players for what they do off the field and everything. Like, I, I get it gets clicks, but it's like me... It's like me trying to sell you a boat and then me pointing out that it's got 15 holes in it. Are you going to buy mm-hmm. it? Like, it's it's mm-hmm. just such a backwards thing at the moment. I, yeah, I, I feel sorry for the bunker. I feel sorry for the referees because a lot of these decisions they're making are coming off the back of the rules that the NRL put down, like that Clint Gutherson one on the weekend. I mean, mm-hmm. that is a knock-on mm-hmm. every day of the week. If... It, bro, if you and your brother were to go and play in the backyard and you did that, mm. he'd go knock on mm. it and you'd go, yeah, no, fair enough. I mm. mean, like, how is that it's happening? It's funny. Oh, it's ridiculous, yeah, I mate. It's funny because my cousin messaged me and he goes, bro, I thought that was a knock on. I said, bro, I'm like, I'm like, I could tell you a hundred million games that I've ever watched in my life yeah. where if someone did that, it was hands down a knock on. You know what I mean? Mate, you, so, you could get some, two six-year-olds, and if that happened in their game, they'd yeah, both go, yeah, yeah no, nah, that yeah, was a knock on. Yeah, Fair enough. But yeah. by the book... So I'm glad you said that, because yeah. that's how I felt when I saw it, bro. Yeah. But yeah. by the book, it was the right call, because that's the precedent the NRL has set because of what they did with Slater mm. a couple of years ago. They, they, they did yeah, it with... Yeah, um, yeah. They did it with Benji Marshall about uh, 10 years ago as well, where he, he took a shot at field goal, and he essentially missed the ball. It, like, mm. skimmed his foot on the... Like, it was a, it was a missed kick for all money and they let it play on like it's mm. you set these precedents and yeah, mate, the, the referees would have been sitting there going we know this is a knock on they're not stupid they knew it was a knock on but by the book by the rules that they've been told to play by they had to go by it and this is this is the other thing that shits me with the NRL they they set these ridiculous rules down these ridiculous expectations the referees follow them and then the NRL comes out on Tuesday and said yep that referee got it wrong and it's on them yeah when they, they do the review right yeah, yeah when they why, do the review like, at the start of the week yeah, take some yeah, responsibility yeah. you haven't like the, the, it, yeah uh, anyone that understands rugby yeah. league has known for a long time that that rule is in place and it makes no sense and it was always going to cost a team at some point potentially it's ended Newcastle's season you know Mm-hmm. And the referees caught yeah. it, but it's not their fault. It's it's the rules. It that was, been set it was down. a big moment in the game, man. And I actually thought the same thing. I thought, man, like that's what I mean. Like those moments where it's kind of like someone seasons on the line, or it's almost like you've completely changed the game. That that moment completely changed the game. Like you know what I mean? And um, and yeah, like I also think, like you were saying, bro, when you're watching games like in the '80s and in you know before this technology, '90s before this technology comes in. Like, 
it's almost like they're feeding you they're feeding you things that gets you having these conversations like for example right take for example um hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Um, you know, a, a player, a player you know, blocking someone coming across in defense. But even when you know, even when you know that they're, they're nowhere near in any position to tackle the player that's ran through the line, right? Now, before technology, bro, if you watched that, you would have probably sat there and thought, fuck, you know what I mean? Like, uh, um, all good, man. Um, we got to, um, you know, we'll sit there and applaud or you'll sit there and be like, wow, like what a play. You wouldn't even sit there and think, did this guy block this guy and did this guy get in the line of sight for him to be able to, uh, you know, be able to make the tackle. But now, like you said, with, with slow-mo, with like a hundred reviews before we figure out whether it's a try or not, it's almost like they're feeding you a reason to find something wrong with it. You know what I mean? Instead yep. of just really appreciating for the type of play that got put on or uh, the type of try that got put on, you know? Um you know, because there's all these rules and et cetera. It's like, it's like they're trying to make it as black and white as possible. But like you said, bro, it's not a black and white sport. There's going to be things, there's going to be, there's going to be mistakes, but there's also certain things where you've got to be realistic with it as well. And I felt like when technology wasn't around or this kind of technology wasn't around, you just kind of went, like you said, bro, you went on with it. You just appreciated for what it was. You appreciated for the, for the style of play or attack or defense or whatever it is, right? It was, and you kind of moved on. Whereas now, because there's instant replay and all these things, they're feeding you a reason to just find something wrong with it instead of just appreciating. Like, and 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 that's, this is with anything, man. You do shit in slow mo. It's not gonna look at. It's not gonna look the same as if it's in real play. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, it's it's one of those things where they just, yeah, like I said, I, it almost seems like to feed the narrative, to have the conversation. They're just feeding people with these with these uh, you know with these little situations where like you're looking for things to be wrong instead of just appreciating for what you know what's kind of what just happened before your eyes, man. You know, and mate, it's one of those things like like let's take um, let's take that 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 Titans game, for example, on the weekend, yeah? Yeah, um, yeah. The game finished, and all all Fox League spoke about was, was that an illegal block? Should that have been a penalty? So we highlighted mm-hmm. one decision that potentially could have gone either way, whatever, that's fine. So one decision that, that the referee made. I mean, could you imagine if, you know, in, in, in like a different context of a game, for example, if, if there's a first half and there's one player that misses eight tackles, but, you know, a referee has one howler, could you imagine what would happen if Fox League identified that one player that missed eight tackles and said, hey, <laughs> this guy, it's his fault that this is happening. This is what went wrong and showed the highlights on replay of him missing tackles? Because that's what they do to referees. They show on replay the decision that he got wrong at 100 miles an hour and we sit there in slow motion and watch it and say, no, I got the call wrong. But if you were to, like, once again, if you were to do that with a player, mate, there would be... There'd be mm. the, the, the NRL doesn't care about mental health. What's Fox League doing? What, you know, what, what, what about the care for the player? I mean, I, I, I sort of keep 
coming back to it to some extent, but I just think that narrative, it just sort of has to change. I, I don't think it's fair at the moment. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.